Welcome back to our study of the wonderful little book of 1 John. We're in a, in a passage that, that I've never heard preached on. I've preached on it, but I've never heard anybody else preach on it. I've never really heard any serious teachings about it. But it's, it's one of the most amazing truths in the Bible for me. Maybe not for you because it may be not what you need, but if, if you need it, then certainly it is a great truth. And that is, if you do what God says, especially about sin, and you confess it, and you agree with him that you sinned, ask his forgiveness, the Bible says he forgives you. He promises to do that. He says that he, that's, that's what he says he will do, and that's what he does. So he says even if, you're, if you feel in your heart that you're not forgiven, even if you feel condemned, even if you feel judged, even if you feel that things aren't right, he said don't believe what you feel. Believe the truth. Believe what God says. Let me read it to you once again. He says, dear friends, if our hearts condemn us, we know that God is greater than our hearts, and he knows everything. You see, two things are true here, and that is we know, we know God's greater than our hearts. You see, God and his truth is greater than anything we feel or think. So even if we think something or even if we believe something, it's not necessarily true or even if we feel it. So if we take God's truth and take God at his word, confess our sins, he forgives us, we accept that forgiveness and we move on to walk with him. But you see, if the devil can get us bogged down into feeling unforgiven and feeling worthless and feeling no good and feeling like we're not headed in the right direction, even though we've confessed our sin, then he keeps us upset, keeps us bogged down, keeps us from being an effective follower of Christ. So today, if you sin, confess it, claim God's forgiveness. Now, that's not, that's not meaning that you're not serious. That's meaning that you're dead serious about that sin, about getting forgiveness and about moving away from it and going and truly repenting and turning from it. So that's, that's a, a given in this. But he says also, God knows everything. You see, he knows everything. So he knows if we really mean it. And if we really mean it, he says he takes care of it. But then he goes on to say, but if our heart does not condemn us, we have confidence before God and receive from him anything we ask. So if we confess our sins, he forgives us. We don't have any sense of, we don't feel like uh, we're not forgiven. We don't have any feelings of unworthiness or whatever then we just thank him and move on because we've learned to trust him. You see, that's what I've learned to do across the years from this verse is to get right with God if I'm not right. And, and then no matter what I feel in my heart, no matter what the devil accuses me of, I just claim my victory over him in the name of Jesus because I'm going to believe truth. I'm not going to believe what I feel. I'm going to believe truth, not what somebody says. I'm going to believe truth. Uh, not even what I think. I'm going to believe God's truth. God means what he says, says what he means, and I can believe it. So I hope that will be true for you, and I hope you will experience that in your own life because Satan is an accuser, and he wants to destroy us. And he says, now, if you, if you come before God and everything's right and you know it's right between you and God, then he says you have confidence that brings great confidence, but if, if you don't have that because you, you're not willing to accept what God says as truth, then the devil has you in a in kind of a, a spinning motion where you don't get anywhere. You just kind of spin around in a circle, 
And he says, but if we have that confidence and, and we, if, we have that, if we know that we're not condemned and we know everything's okay because we've gotten right, then he said, we have confidence. There's nothing that brings confidence like being able to say there's nothing between my life and the Savior. Everything is forgiven. Everything is right. And, and then we can say, if we have any question, God, if there's anything that's not right, you point it out to me. You bring it to my mind right now. I'll confess it, and I'll get it right, and then I can know that I'm walking in full fellowship with you. And he says another thing he does, he not only gives us that confidence, but we receive from him anything we ask because we keep his commandments and do what pleases him. He's really saying you want your prayers answered, you have to be right with God. The Bible says if I regard iniquity in my heart, the Lord will not hear me. You see, if I want to pray and get answers, I can't pray with a heart that's full of sin. I'm amazed at some people who are Christians who, who seem to think that God's at fault because their prayers are not answered when they're not even living for him. They're praying for something. They're praying for somebody's healing. They're praying for God to do something financially in their life. But they're not even walking with God. They're not even trusting God. They're not even depending on God. Well, friends, that's, that's ridiculous. That doesn't make any sense. If we're not walking with God and trusting him, how can we expect him to answer our prayers? You see, our confidence comes from knowing that all is right with him. And then as our confidence comes because we know that all is right with him, then we can expect that he will hear our prayers and we can expect that we'll receive from him what we ask. And as we receive from him what we ask, then he enables us. And it's because we do what he says and we do what pleases him and we obey his commandments. You see, obedience is the next thing that, that, that makes a lot of difference. I've talked about love makes a difference. I've talked about uh, that uh, also truth makes a difference, but also uh, obedience makes a difference. If we believe what God says and act on it, then it makes a difference. And then God can answer our prayers. Then God can direct our ways. Then God can show us what he wants us to know. Now notice how he kind of sums up this chapter. The one who keeps God's commands lives in him and he in them. And this is how we know that he lives in us. We know by the spirit he gives us. Here again is how we know what? How we know that we're his. How we know that he's our Lord. And he says the way we know is we keep his commandments. It's the desire of our heart to please God. Now we don't please him all the time, obviously. We're imperfect. And sometimes our attitudes are wrong. Sometimes our actions are wrong. And sometimes our motives are wrong. But if our great desire is to please him and to obey him, and we deal with those areas when they're not right, he says that's how we know that we're a child of God because uh, we live in him, he lives in us, and his spirit is working in us. And we know it because his spirit is there. You see, his spirit convicts us when we sin, teaches us how to do right, guides us, every day gives us the way so I ask you today just to bring to him anything that you feel is not right ask him to point out if there's anything else confess it ask forgiveness thank him rejoice that there's no condemnation in Christ and move on to walk with him in obedience and faith if you do you'll start living a life that's productive 
exciting and filled with healing. God bless you. Have a great day.